my co-host Kirsty Logan and it is day two of our special mini-sode series from the book 13 Tales of Horror. Mini-sode? Yeah I just made that up just Interesting. now. Interesting. Like it. cool, it's like kind it. of a stupid uh, portmanteau isn't it? <laughs> mini-sode. It's a portmanteau. Ooh, Ooh. bird. <laughs> <laughs> so today we are looking at the story Lucinda by Lael Litka. Now I looked up Lael Litka on the internet, this new technology that you may have heard of, since apparently it's 1991, based on this book. Um, Leia Litka is from a place called Mink Creek, which I find quite pleasing. That However, like a lesbian euphemism. Well, you won't say that when I tell you the next bit. Oh, go on. She's a Mormon. Oh, moron or Mormon. Good question. <laughs> the website said Mormon, but who knows? Now, we have covered a Leia Litka book on Teenage Screen before, because we did The Watcher. And that was on episode 25. I liked it. I did not like it. It was about a woman who's obsessed with soap operas and then her life starts to mirror the soap opera, except it doesn't. Oh, it was good. It Mm. was camp. It was not as camp as I wanted it to be. Anyway, you can tune in to episode 25 to hear us. Why do I keep saying tune in? (laughs) On your radio dial. (laughs) Because you're rotten. (laughs) Run. I have have got a radio with a dial on it. Me as well. Mm. Can you not have lesbian Mormons? I'm sure you can. You can have lesbian anything. Mommians. I don't know if it's accepted. Uh, I mean, obviously they exist, but... Mormon listeners, tell us. Let us know. If you're a Mormbian. <laughs> a lesman? No, no, I'm sorry. Lesbian. I won't try and portmanteau that, but... Uh, portmanteau that. Let us know if you're a lesbian Mormon or know of one. Okay, I'm going to introduce <laughs> you to this story. I have this memory of Lucinda. It's like a dream. And in it, I'm ten years old again, and I'm hiding in some bushes watching her. She's standing on the edge of the lake, dressed in her red graduation robe because it's commencement night. What the fuck is that? And a bunch of the graduates are having a party there at the lake. Lucinda is quarrelling with my brother, Brandon. If you don't come back to me... I'm a girl, but I do girl voice. (laughs) (laughs) She's saying... Dangerous performance. (laughs) I'll swim down to my secret place and stay. Brandon just stands there miserably, his shoulders hunched. Lucinda scrubs at her face with her sleeve. It's Holly, isn't it? She cries. I knew I couldn't trust her. Or you. Well, what about you and Kevin? Brandon demands. Seems to me you've been a pretty hot item. Anyway, so they argue and she goes into the lake. I'm swimming to my secret place. Means I'm masturbating. (laughs) This is my theory. Oh, okay, go on then. (laughs) I mean, it's a shit theory. So, we jump to six years later. Kate, who was the narrator, and her brother Brandon are back. Because they went away in the meantime. Because you would. It's a bit clunky. Um, Their mom is now dead. The lake is just a murky puddle. And no one has seen Lucinda since that night. Um, I'm going to actually say I think this is a really great setting. Mm. Because, so the lake was a town which was then flooded. So it's like a drowned town. I think that's cool. So underwater and a lake and... Uh, forest of course you fucking like it i mean it's all my things all my things that i like and brandon says that he and lucinda used to dive down and explore the flooded buildings right and i quite like this did you know kate that and he's talking about the willow trees did you know kate that the willows grow underwater 
we'd dive down there and we'd see them growing, waving and swaying in the currents. He shifted his gaze to me and I saw that his eyes were not quite focused. Do you believe what they say about how hair grows on a dead body? I like that bit. (laughs) I think that's creepy. I mean, obviously I like it. So then they're wandering around because it's now not underwater because the lake's all dried up. So Mm -hmm. now the town is like revealed once more. Global warming. (laughs) Right? Yep. Oh my God, it's a global warming story. There's another global warming story in this book. I noticed that. This is a prescient book for 1991. Sorry that I sounded so weird then. I was just holding my nose to not sneeze. You were pretending that you were diving. I'm just underwater. (laughs) So then they go to Lucinda's secret place. Oh, is it very wet? It's like a cave no it's not it's surprisingly not her vagina which oh you would think it was it's actually a cellar and uh, there's a weird loose bit in the floor so then we meet holly who's still got the hots for brandon 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 who gives a fuck she and, calls him bran i like that like porridge yeah okay it's kind of cute, Brad. Nutritious. All right. Keeps <laughs> you regular. I like you. You help me shit. <laughs> and Keith, who Kate fancies, even though he's called Keith. <sighs> anyway, he's buff now. Quote, he looked as if he lifted weights or something every day. Which I'm like, weights or something? What else would he lift? Cows? People. <laughs> it looked like he lifted people every day. <laughs> Before David and I got together and when he was trying to move our relationship from friendship to something different, he used to use me as weights. Aww. Which I think was just a reason to put his hand near my vagina. That's basically doing like a yawn stretch and putting your arm around someone. I could probably lift you if you want. Aww. <laughs> it's like being like, I, I like this girl. Maybe I could practice asking her out on you and see if I'm doing it right. I don't know if I'm a very good kisser. Can I try Aww. on you? <laughs> David, you're so cute. <laughs> so anyway, Holly tries to convince them that Lucinda just ran away. Hmm. Oh, okay. Then Kate is woken by the dripping rain. But it's not raining. It's dripping inside. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> so then she follows the wetness. It leads... <laughs> To this mucky cellar at night, which I actually think is quite horrifying. We've all been there. (laughs) (laughs) You wake up dripping, you go somewhere mucky that you really shouldn't. You wish you hadn't gone down there. Regrets. (laughs) So then she remembers this weird loose bit in the floor and she opens it to find a root cellar. Now I happen to know from watching excellent Australian prison drama Wentworth that root is Australian slang for fucking. Oh yes, it is. I should have known that. So maybe it is her vagina. <gasps> it's a boudoir. She found her fucking cellar. <laughs> anyway. And she stayed there. <laughs> she stayed there forever. She's like, why was I going out with Bran when I could have been doing this? So then the ghost of Lucinda appears and attacks Kate. But no, it's too real to be a ghost. It's Holly. Shocker, didn't see that one coming. So Holly has been spending her time in Lucinda's fuck cellar. Yep. Cool. Yep, this whole time. Um, no, apparently she killed Lucinda because she wanted Brandon for herself. <sighs> and then, after killing her, she dived down and put Lucinda's body in the root cellar, which is pretty smart. And I'm going to say she's definitely killed before mm. to have come up with this plan. Yeah. Because she got away with it. Yeah. She could have got away with it forever. So wait, Lucinda was like a diver. 
Well, they all went diving. Yeah. Apparently, but I don't... like without gear. Well, they must have they had free gear. Divers. They must have. They can't be free divers. That's seems. <laughs> I mean, people do do. That. I mean, they do, but they just don't seem lake, that smart, though, do they? I yeah. think it's weird that they were having an argument on like graduation night, and then this—it's not really commented on that she's like standing in the lake while they're having an argument, and then he turns around and she goes, "Well, fine," and just throws herself into the lake. They never wonder where she went. And then Holly just appears and like bludgeons her. Yeah. So there's two people in the lake. Yeah. Ooh, scary man voices. Oh like. my god! Someone's come to haunt us in the oh, hall. No. Sorry, list if, if you can hear that. Um. Anyway. Keith pops up and saves her. I can't help picturing him as Keith Chegwin. No, not Cheggers. Yeah, so I'm sorry. Um, I don't know if you heard uh, Lady Reverend Rosemary Bennett Logan there, my dog. Oh, she sometimes is a guest on the podcast. Um, so anyway, Keith saves her and then at the foot of her bed, Kate finds, quote, a small bouquet of rosemary for remembrance. Oh. But I'm going to say maybe for lamb chops. Yeah. <laughs> More useful. Yeah. So this story, I like the setting. I, I have to say, yeah. I know it's so something I'm into. This yeah. idea of like a drowned town and like all the trees and the houses are still underwater. I think that's cool. You do enjoy a fox cellar as well. It has to be. Said. I love a fox cellar. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm known for anything, <laughs> it's her love of fox cellars. The damper, the darker, the better. Aww. The muckier, the most regrettable. That's my thing. <laughs> I think the plot's a bit shaky. Yeah. But the tone is good Mm -hmm. like doomed underwater but i mean it's also bullshit that these women kill each other over some bland dude i know i just don't know if women in real life really do that kill each other over some basic dude i mean i haven't even been tempted (laughs) i've been tempted no i mean i've had not over a woman actually well i had some i had a woman like sort of i mean you can't take someone from Mm. someone but i had like my high school boyfriend like left me for someone else and at no point did I like care about her or want revenge on her I was just like phew got away from that dickhead yeah murder you just it's quite far away from a thing you'd usually do in your days isn't it murder I mean depends on who you are (laughs) (laughs) we're not going to make it political we're no no politics on this podcast there's um, a story in this collection where someone kills a load of people that annoy them and I'm like well you know I've got some sympathy (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you'd be more likely to kill someone just for annoying you than for actual Overtaking hurting you in some way. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd like the... It put me slightly in mind of um, Don't Look Now. Yeah, Drowning right? Drowning in the lake, the red thing. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's the yeah, same Yeah, because there's this setting. motif of like the red graduation gown comes back throughout yeah. the story. Yeah. Actually, there's another story in this book that puts me in mind of Don't Look Now. Yeah, because it's in Venice. Yeah. In fact... It's the next episode. It's tomorrow's, yeah. So you can tune in. <laughs> tune in tomorrow for that. What, what do we want to give Lucinda out of five? I'm going to give it four. I think it's quite creepy. Yeah. I like the setting. I'll go for that. Yeah. All right then. Um, I'm nice one, Leila Litka. I'm just going to quickly look up when Don't Look Now came out because it oh the seventies have been a massive. Was it? Like yeah. Seventy eight or something. And this book was ninety one. So they would have all seen it. Yeah. When they were little. Yeah. Oh, I'm just saying. I mean, I think it influenced a lot of things. And I mean, the... 73. The story is much earlier, isn't it? I don't know oh, if yeah, the stories... Oh, yeah, it's Maurier. Yeah, but I don't know if the story's got that stuff in it. Maurier again. Right? <gasps> just keep coming back to her. Just coming back. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, where am I? What am I doing? Tomorrow, we are doing the... How do you say this? I Googled it. It's in it. Italian. Guccioli. 
Thank you. Good job, Lean Miniature. Do you've you got have to, to do it that way. Yeah. You've got do to do you the hands to? as well. Is that racist? Good surely. Is it? <laughs> Look, having just been in Italy, I feel confident that it's not racist. I mean. And it's just accurate. Heather, that's problematic at best. <laughs> <laughs> having gone to this place, I can't be racist. No, no, no. <laughs> the accent <laughs> okay, is very then. accurate. And my very good friend, Ellen, would say so, I reckon. All right, then. Good surely. Is she Italian? Yes. All right, then. She can be our uh, test. And she says things like, guys, guys, it's fettuccine. And are you like, yeah, but I can't say it like that because that sounds like a dick. (laughs) Anyway, yes, by Jay Bennett, who I've never heard of. Nope. Join us tomorrow for the next instalment of the mini-sodes. Now, if people want to find us online, people being you listening, (laughs) (laughs) assuming anyone's listening, then you can find us on Twitter at Teenage Scream underscore and on Instagram at Teenage Scream Pod. And if you want to sling us a bit of cash to keep us going through season five and into season six and keep us drowning in point horror books, you can go to patreon.com slash Teenage Scream Podcast. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. We'll see See you you tomorrow. tomorrow. Bye. (laughs)